Welcome, welcome, welcome to Four Cards Abroad. We can never do this. That was <laughs> arguably the best one we've done so far. Though. I would say that was the, the best one. Really low, if that's the best one thus far. Oh yeah, no, the bar is so low. You kind of like you accidentally trip over it, but it's not so high enough to actually make you fall over. It's a stumble. <laughs> that's kind of where the bar is. We're messy today. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the second flight of Four Cunts Abroad. Um, today we have me, Hannah, Ozzy, me, Jess, Canadians. Oh, hi. Siobhan is here and she brought a special guest. We've got Aurora. Aurora, say a little bit about yourself for the, for the group. Um, hi, <laughs> I'm Aurora. Um, um, I'm from the Northwest Territories, which probably means nothing to anyone who's not from Canada. So it's like super north in Canada, above Alberta. Um, basically really cold all the time and then really buggy in the summer, which is really fun. And then... Mm. I went to university in Ontario for a while, and now I'm living in Victoria, BC with Shiv. Yay! Welcome, welcome. Is that why you're, well, no, I'm not going to say is that why you're struggling with the heat at the moment, because I know it is ridiculously hot over in BC there, but like, how hot does it get in the summer in, in the Northwest Territories? Um, well, actually, right now, they're going through their own version of a heat wave, which is like it was actually 30 degrees over the weekend um so my parents still live there and that's like totally not normal like when I was a kid like it never got to 30 degrees so they're struggling wow. with it as well good all signs of global warming <laughs> yeah love it oh much. Well, how do you two know each other then? Uh, well, we work together at the uh, Columbia Ice Fields, which is something we all have in common here at the podcast. <laughs> oh, shit! We all worked there as well! What? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you you guys were there last year, 2020. Yeah. Yeah, whereas we were there 2019. Fab. Okay. Oh. Was that like... Was Feels that like yesterday. Time? I know, it does feel like yesterday, which is scary, but not. <laughs> it's the uh, ghost of uh, Emma Watson coming to haunt you, Hannah. For what you oh, no. <laughs> Don't even get me started, no. No, so what it is, is because, so, because uh, we all went up to the ice, obviously different years, because Aurora knows Jen, who used to be my housemate, housemate, roommate at the time, and they were good friends, and we're good friends. But now I can't stop thinking about the fact that Jen literally was like my babysitter of the entire season because I messed up my ankle and she had to just- Oh my God, she told me. me about this. She drove you to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. 
she drove me to the hospital yeah, that's I was just like crying in the back just like oh like that and then there were like mountain goats everywhere we we're just like look at the sheep look at the goats and it's like can we go to the hospital <laughs> oh my yeah. god yeah I remember her telling me about that story last year about her roommate that fell off the road while going for a run yeah <laughs> it was special but she looked after me she did look after me so I did fall in the shower afterwards as well. It just me. It's just a problem. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Injury. <laughs> what was your favorite thing about being at the ice? Oh, um, I don't know. I I liked like all the hiking and like living right in the mountains. That was pretty amazing, but it was also really fun, like, how close you got to everyone, because they're the only people you ever saw, but obviously that had, like, downsides as well, because then you couldn't escape them, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, no, I really liked it, like, um, me and my parents go hiking in, like, the mountains almost every year, so it was super amazing to be able to, like, live there and do all the things in the area. Yeah. So yeah, that was probably my favorite part was just being able to really explore the area. It's pretty special mm -hmm. out there, isn't it? Like, I don't think, yeah. I think, well, I, I don't know what it's like for you, Jess, but for me, everyone back home has like this, this is kind of like romanticized idea of what it's like living in the mountains. And it's like, it's <laughs> than that. like it's even better than this idea like oh my god play in the mountains play in the river it's like yeah we do like we did do <laughs> yeah we did like no shit like what remember that time there was a bear at camp and it was like what mad <laughs> it, yeah, yeah there was a bear at camp and they decided to post on facebook until instead of telling anybody in person that there was a bear at camp and i walked home <laughs> Obviously, no data, no nothing. So I walked, I crossed paths with the fucking bear. <laughs> and it, it wasn't until I got home that my phone reconnected to the Wi-Fi at camp. And it said five minutes ago, don't walk home, there's a bear. And it takes about, what, like at max about 10 minutes to walk yeah. from camp, from work to camp. So they sent that as I was walking. I like, don't tell anybody in person because of course there's no service that was good <laughs> guys you care about the odds like, well, they're used to like snakes yeah. they can fucking fend off a bear like yeah <laughs> fine. have you seen in Australia I only learnt this the other day I don't know why but Every year, at least once a year, um, those really big carpet pythons, they get into people's roofs, into their ceilings, obviously. But at least once a year, they get so heavy that they fall through the ceiling into the people's homes. Can you imagine? You're like dead ass asleep and this fucking python drops. Yeah. Off. And you, you can imagine how heavy a, a snake can get. And they're just like, they're just like carpet pythons. So they're like the thick boys. And imagine that just like fall. You might as well just have a full on dead body fall on top of you. Like, you would never be able to sleep again. Like you need that. to Google it. It's already happened this year to somebody. Okay, so then you're saying the rest of the year at least. At least it happens. Yeah, I said it. It happens at least once. 
Yeah. I'm okay because I'm in cyclone proof home, so it's all like brick. <laughs> Australia is mad. <laughs> You're just naked and this python falls on you. I mean, that's not always a bad thing, but in Australian context, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, python. I'm I taken. Where would the best place for a python to fall on you? Like somewhere in your home, where would the best place be? Like you had to like pick a place to get hit by a python from the ceiling. The where kitchen. would it be? No, you're cooking food there. You can hit it with a frying pan or something. Tangled proved to us that frying pans are a great weapon. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You have I would to say like to defend yourself. Yeah. <laughs> in the kitchen. I think the garage would be a good spot because then it's like not where you shit. It's not where you eat. Like, there's like tons of like random ass stuff. You've got like power tools and like golf clubs and like hockey sticks. You can just like bat at it, you know? <laughs> but if it falls on you in the bathroom when you're taking a shit, you're in a perfect place to shit yourself. <laughs> Okay, you've got you've got a point there. It could literally scare the shit out of you. Exactly. You know, feeling a bit bunged up. Babe, going home yeah, good laxative. Like, <laughs> like this. Hits, I just know it. I've got a feeling of it manifesting it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, Aurora, I understand that you um, studied abroad. Yeah, I did. Um, Tried to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went in January 2020, and I went on exchange in oh. Austria. Ooh, what was that like? Oh, it was, like, incredible. So, like, school in Austria doesn't actually start until March. So, and I, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's really weird. It was all over the place. So, I went with my best friend from school. We went together, um, we like lived in our little dorm together, which was super cute. But um, so we went like early January and we spent the first two months just traveling around Europe before school started, which was like incredible because I'd never been to Europe before and I'd always wanted to go. And we got like so many places. And honestly, I think I became friends with more Australians than people who actually lived <laughs> in Europe. Like there was just Australians everywhere like I'm telling you every city we went to we became friends with at least three Australians I was like I've met more Australians in Europe than I have Europeans in Europe sorry it's the python <laughs> from the ceiling like nope I'm out in here like I'm going I think that is genuinely yeah. what it is they yeah. just didn't want to with their house so they're like well we can go to Europe no pythons there <laughs> yeah. absolutely not where in um, uh, Europe did you end up traveling around? Um, so we flew into London um, and we spent like five days there. And then we went to Amsterdam, spent a bunch of days there. Um, we actually met in Amsterdam. Um, we did like a free walking tour and like on the first day. <clears throat> and we met a guy who was going to school in Ottawa. So he was also on exchange in Amsterdam and he was from Canada and Ontario. And we were both like going to school in Ontario. <laughs> and it was just so funny that we were on the same walking tour and we like met that day. Which you know really what? Cool. The world is such a small place. So small. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, so that was really cool. But then from Amsterdam, we did Paris, which I was obsessed with because I've wanted to go since I was like 10, obviously. Um, I loved Paris. And then from Paris, we went to Northern Italy and we did Milan. And then the girl I went with, my best friend, um, she's Italian and she has family who lives in Italy. So we stayed with them in Northern Italy in the mountains for a few days, which was so incredible. It was like this super like movie, stereotypical Italian, like tiny village on the side of a mountain. Like it was adorable. I loved it. Um, Sounds like a dream. Yeah, it was amazing. Like we just hiked up mountains every day and ate lots of bread and meat and cheese. (laughs) Yeah. In Italy, all we would eat was pizza, pasta, and gelato. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eat, hike, love. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> love that. Yeah. What was, like, the biggest thing that shocked you, like, going to Europe for the first time then? Oh, I don't know. Um, pasta. Oh, my gosh. Can I think about that? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, fully <laughs> you're on the spot now. Like, yeah, I know I think that's like answer. Like, I mean, like the thing I would say that shocked me the most is how easy it was to get from like place to place, like city to city. Like, there was like tons of options. You could take trains, you could bus, you could fly. Like, all pretty cheap. Whereas Canada, it's like you got a car. Okay, you're probably not getting there then. I don't know, Jess. Do you kind of feel similar? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And domestic flights are not cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh. it'll cost me, like, $600 to Melbourne and back. Yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so from there, we did Venice, and then we went to Austria. But we had an extra weekend in Austria, and we booked a flight on Wednesday that left Friday morning to and from Barcelona and it was like you said it was like I think it was literally 20 euros to fly from Vienna Mm. to Barcelona round trip like it was wild so cheap and we booked it like two days before we left like it was insane oh yeah like Europe knows how to do cheap travel well I I used to think like you know occasionally you'd hear of like friends who got like a five pound like train uh, flight to Spain or whatever on offer and then it's like I went to Canada and it's like shit it's so expensive over there i i spent 300 dollars sorry bc to calgary and back it was an hour-long flight yeah that's pretty cheap i'm you say 300 dollars. i'm like wow that's a really good deal like for a round <laughs> <flight>. <laughs> <laughs> it only cost me like another hundred dollars to go from like calgary all the way across the toronto how there is no logic in the prices in Canada for flights. Yeah. But if there is a logic, I just don't understand it, which might be the case because it's me. Yeah. When I fly no. home to the territories, like usually I'd be flying from school. So I would have to go Toronto to Edmonton, which is like a four hour flight. But then the flight from Edmonton to Fort Smith, which is the town I'm from in the Northwest Territories. It's like this tiny, like 15 person propeller plane. And it always costs like literally so much money. Like it's always double the flight cost from Edmonton, Toronto, even though it's like half the time. Like it's ridiculous. It's so expensive to go home. That's mad. Um, 
That's kind of cool though, isn't it? Like I'm just getting a dinky little plane. The first time I did it, I was <laughs> first time I did it, I was flying by myself and I was like 10 and my parents were like, okay, go have fun. And I literally <laughs> thought I was gonna die. I've done it so much now that it doesn't even bother me. But the first time I did it, I think I like gripped the seat so hard it ripped. Like I was so scared. Oh yeah, no. I can remember yeah, I've only, hard pass. I've only been in like one of those tiny little planes like once. And I remember I was like sat well like crammed in behind the pilot and they're just like I can see what they're doing I could like take control of it right now like if I wanted to <laughs> this doesn't feel right like I feel like I had a load of power when I didn't yeah. I, was, I just sat behind the pilot but it was cool being able to like see stuff what was going on but I yeah not seeing it. yeah you know when you're like a kid and they take you up to the cockpit to show you like on the big like planes and you can see what they're doing it's like that but worse <laughs> like not as fun yeah but you know what like the teeniest tiniest bit of slip of news is i might have to get very used to uh flying little planes if i'm going to be living remotely soon so <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> you can't just finish there jess tell us more <laughs> I absolutely can just finish there because I have to get used to flying on little little planes. I've been on like the prop planes obviously before, but not those really small ones. So we'll see. It's like where they have to like put your bag on one side and the people on the other side to balance it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing though. You will yeah. get used to it. It's fine. Like yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's just really yeah. loud. Yeah. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, like, I can't even listen to music. Like, usually I just sit there or sleep because it's just so loud. Like, you can't even hear yourself think. Oh, What's, and that's probably okay. a good thing, Jess, if you're freaking out because you can't hear your thoughts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Like, true. Like, being, like, the opposite of, like, one of those, um, you know, those, like, flotation tanks, like, the same through deprivation tanks. Yeah. Like, a bit of yeah. That. There's just sensory overload. It's so much <laughs> like, like you you can't not think. It's not relaxing, but you just like you just have to like deal with everything, and you're just like. <laughs> so you might come off the plane with like with a few more gray hairs or anything like that. Not a few more. In fact, you've got some. I don't know Excuse me. <laughs> I've got friggin' oh, oh look, you can see them all. All oh, my grays. <laughs> Oh dear. Mm. Um, how did you find school in Austria? Oh, it was like really different because like the school I went to, um, obviously I took courses in English because I don't know German. You don't? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, but I took an intro to German course, um, which was actually really cool. But so the town I lived in was like an hour outside of Vienna. So it was pretty small. It was like this tiny historic town. So the school was actually in a church that they had turned into a university. So I had classrooms in like these rooms that had like crown molding and like it was like literally like stained glass windows and it's like you're learning like intro to German and like it's just so cool. Like it's in oh. all the old church buildings that they turned into a university. 
so European. Which was like <laughs> cool. Um, but so I took health sciences in university. So I was taking some science courses in Austria, which was really hard because even though the course was in English, obviously everyone spoke like the Austrian version of German. Um, and they would ask questions in German and the prof would like, or sometimes it would be English, but the prof would usually respond to questions in German. Like he would teach the lesson in English, but questions that weren't part of the lesson would be in German. And I was just sitting there being like, guys, I don't understand a single thing you're saying. Because like, I know like I can do like basic French and Spanish and like they're very similar and like you can kind of like figure out what's happening german is just so different like it sounds different it's the words are different everything about it is different and i would literally just sit there and be like what's happening i don't get it (laughs) and it was so hard but it was probably, I mean, in the end, it was probably good that I didn't actually get to finish all my courses because it probably would have done really bad. <laughs> Not even going to lie. It probably would have done really bad. Um, but yeah, so I actually only had three weeks of in-person class and then they went online for a week. And honestly, I did nothing. I just didn't do it. And then two weeks later, I had to fly back to Canada. So I really didn't actually get that much school, um, which was too bad. But at least I don't have a bunch of really bad Austrian grades on my transcript. (laughs) (laughs) That is a plus. That is definitely a plus to not have that on there. Like, I bet it was weird, like, being so far away and then, like, the world kind of crumbling around you um with everything going on yeah it was so weird because like so in February when we were in Barcelona we had friends who we visited who were in studying on exchange in Milan and we'd visited them at the end of January and everything was fine like we literally went out to the club like whatever no big deal and then end of February we were or like mid end of February we were in Barcelona and they in Milan had to get like emergency evacuated had to like take six different buses across Europe to try and get home because Milan was so bad with COVID like they were like freaking mm-hmm. out they're like we don't know if we'll be able to get home like it was just like such a disaster we were just in Barcelona being like oh no hope you get home safe like we literally were like oh it's fine like every it's just in Italy northern Italy it's literally fine we're like just don't go to Italy no big deal. And then beginning of March, it was the girl I went with, my best friend. It was her birthday. So I think it was like one the first or second week of March, we went to the Austrian Alps, like the other side of Austria to go skiing. And that's like, like literally, I mean, Austria borders Italy, but that's like the closest part. And we're like, there's so many Italians who usually go because the skiing in the Austrian Alps, first of all, the skiing was just mind blowing so incredible but we literally saw these girls wearing full ski gear of like italy (laughs) on the ski lift and we're just like "Hmm, maybe we'd be advertising that but like no concern at all other than that we're like it's fine and we like went back to school after the weekend and we found out a guy was in the exact same resort like ski resort town that we were and had gotten covid and he was canadian 
And we're like, oh, it's fine. No biggie. He was just kind of dumb, you know? He just got it, whatever. And then literally three weeks later, I was flying home. But it, like, it happened Mm. so fast. Like, I was in school, going to the club, partying. And then on, like, Saturday, like, just the entire country shut down. Like, literally everything shut down. The entire country became this ghost town. It was so weird because it just happened within a day. And then it was, yeah, it just happened so fast. And then it was, we kind of had, like, a game going where every few hours we would check the news to be like, oh, which country closed their borders? Like, who's the worst right now? Mm. We'd, like, watch, like, the cases going up in, like, all the different, like, European cities which was super weird. Um, but for a really long time, like for like two weeks, I was like adamant, like I'm not leaving. I refuse to leave because my best friend, the girl I went with, she left like a week and a half sooner than I did. Like her parents were a lot more like stressed about it. Like her parents made her leave after the US closed their borders. Cause they're like, oh, like what if Canada closes their borders? So she left. And then I think I stayed for a week and a half after that. Cause I was like, I'm not leaving. I refuse to leave. But your parents were with you at the time, were they not? No, they weren't. They weren't? Okay. No, my parents had a trip planned that they were going to come visit me, and they were there for the last, like, three days before I flew out. Oh, okay. Um, And then they flew out at the same time as I did. But, yeah, so I was, like, adamant, like, I'm not leaving, and then um, I'd gone skiing on the other side of Austria again with my parents, and the girl who like ran our dorm we called her the dorm manager she found out that I traveled to the other side of Austria which was um the area where COVID was the worst and she quarantined me to my room like my two-foot dorm room by myself and after that happened I was like I literally called my mom I was like get me on the next plane out I'm leaving like I can't (laughs) two weeks locked in this room and also like we were in a, in an apartment dorm room building and there was like 200 students. And after I came back from our little ski trip, there was 20 students left. Like there was almost everyone had left. Most of the people left who hadn't, no, most of the people who were left, who stayed were from Mexico because it was like flights were $3,000 or that was it. It was like $3,000 or you don't go home. And honestly, the flights yeah. to Canada were all like that. I got, I literally got the last direct Air Canada flight from Vienna to Toronto. That wasn't $3,000. Cause I was looking at flights and I was like, cause most of them were either, it would take like 56 hours and half the countries yeah. to were closed. I'm like, you literally can't go there. Like mm-hmm. those countries aren't open or it was like legitimately three thousand dollars i'm like well i guess i'm staying but we just managed to find like this super last minute seat sale which still wasn't cheap but i could actually slightly afford yeah but it was so weird honestly my like biggest fear was just like getting sick being abroad that was the main concern but it's so weird to think because i didn't even wear a mask on the plane home like that wasn't a thing like I just had a seat to myself, like three seats to myself, which was nice. I was actually able to sleep. I was going to say, that's um, not yeah. Yeah. 
I know. I like lay down on the seats and slept. It was so nice. But I just like washed my hands a lot and was like, it's fine. I don't need a mask. Like, <laughs> oh, it was so funny. My best friend, before she left, like her mom sent us a care package for her birthday and it had a whole bunch of masks in it. And we're like, oh, she's being paranoid. That's crazy. We won't need those. And then like literally <laughs> a few weeks later, we're like, well, guess we need those now. <laughs> My God, that's mad. I wish I had some spare seats around me when I flew home because it was stressful how full my plane was. I was like, everybody here is paying upwards of three, four thousand dollars to fly from Vancouver back to Australia. And we were packed in there like that airline would have gotten so much more money than they normally would have gotten to take all of us home. Like it was insane. I thought we were paying more to compensate for empty seats, but we weren't. We were all just packed in there. It was really freaky. Mate. I yeah. I don't know. I still mm-hmm. don't understand, Jess, how you survived two lots of quarantine. Like- <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> After the first one, the second one was easy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this first one you got to do was like in a house, right? Because you rented an Airbnb, where the second one you had to do the hotel because you like had yeah. in Australia within like what it was like twenty four hours or forty eight hours before they announced the hotel thing. Yeah, I landed. Yeah, so they announced it while I was in the air. So yeah, by the time I landed, it was about twenty four hours that the mandate was coming in. So I'm glad I did it anyway, especially, well, yeah, you got, I, I quarantined myself because I was going home to, I thought my grandparents and I didn't want to get, um, didn't want to at any way, any point risk them if I had have come in contact with anything, especially on that flight. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time I was the same. So as, um, I was living mountain life when COVID hit. So I was like, oh, she'll be right. You know, it's fine. There's no cases. Like it was so quiet, like nothing's really happening. And then exactly like one morning, the bosses just went, yeah, everybody should probably go home because you might not make it with the borders closing. And we're like, oh yeah, sick, cool. All right. So yeah, it was yeah, pretty quick how hard and fast it all happened yeah because I'm like I remember being on the phone with you pretty much like every day when I got back from Ireland on March 9th to the time you mm. left on like the what the 19th of March 20 25th 23rd okay like we pretty much talked like every single day that I was like okay where are you at like do you need to come like stay with my family in Ontario or are you going home? yeah gotta like help like figure out because you guys were one of the last, like, ski hills to close down in Canada, too, right? I know. Yeah. We stayed open even longer than Whistler. And who else stayed open? Um, Sunshine, I think, stayed open. And we stayed open. I was like, well, that was dumb because everybody who couldn't then go to Whistler was now going to Sun Peaks. So, about so it didn't really help. <laughs> Looks like that is all about we've got time for today. Yeah. Um, it's been lovely chatting to you all. Aurora, it's been lovely, like, virtually meeting you. Yeah. Your adventures. Hopefully, one day we might actually be able to meet in person. 
when we can actually travel outside Ooh. the country. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Although Australia is not looking that great at the moment. The UK yeah, was you are like out of the country. We can't even travel within our country now. I haven't checked the news this morning and what the cases are looking like, but yeah, it's not going to be long before every single border, well, every border is closed, but until everybody's in lockdown again, not just select areas. So I feel for you. Trust. No, I know we've all gone through lockdowns. I, you know, we all have. So it's just another part of it, but it's just, it happened really quick. That Delta strain has ripped through our country so fast. Yeah, because you guys were, like, properly open. Like, you guys were able to, yep. like, clubs, and you guys were having yep. concerts, and people were yep. sporting events. Like, you guys were properly open. And I remember I was sitting in Ontario, like, crying, being like, I just want to, like, see my friends. I don't even care about a concert at this point. Like, I would just give anything just to see a friend. And yeah, it's crazy how shit can just turn on a dime. And I'm loving the fact now that Melbournians or Victorians are all sitting there going, ha, 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 we're free, we're open, there's no cases in Victoria. Whereas last year they went through seven months of hard lockdown. So <laughs> they're living their best life now while we're all locked down. <laughs> oh, my. Right. Well, it's been lovely. Jess, have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Have a lovely evening. Um, <laughs> my beer and go to bed. <laughs> have a good sleep, Hannah. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, catch you all later. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.